0: Good Sunday afternoon. It is April the 11th. It is 18 degrees outside Celsius here in Renfrew. The sky is cloudy. Some rain is expected this week. All is pretty good. We're in an extensive lockdown because our government has failed to deal effectively with COVID. Because people are running around unmasked and not paying any attention. Because people are denying that it even exists in some, some ways. I don't have to look far anymore to know what the problems with us really are. And we are the problem. We are where the changes must take place within our hearts and our minds and our souls. Body, mind, and spirit all working in harmony. That's what we must achieve. We can do that through permaculture. We can do it through the ethics of permaculture and by applying the principles. Today we're going to return to our discussion of Permaculture's controversial third ethic. We're going to begin that dialogue by looking at the sixth principle of permaculture produce no waste. For it is in our waste production that we encounter most of our human problems. Produce and consume. We consume a great deal and then we throw a lot of it out. We do some recycling. But the vast majority of plastics and other recycled materials never get recycled. Those that do represent an insignificant amount to make any kind of real difference in the pollution of plastics and other waste materials around the world. And I'm just talking about solid waste here, never mind the gases and other stuff that might be off-spreading and making things even worse. Who knows what's building up in those uh, landfills with all that stuff. Then methane would be one thing. I know they've done a lot of work around that. And if you want to know more, look it up. My concern is with what we do. When you buy something, what process do you take of determining whether you need I'm not talking about food we need to eat. I'm not talking about paying the rent or mortgage or any of those basic things. I'm talking about what virtually amounts to objects. Now, we have a lot of objects collected over the 40 odd years the two of us have been together, but we no longer add to that. We haven't done for us in quite a few years unless we know what we're going to use it for. In other words, it's not just bought because it's pretty and would look good on a shelf someday and then stuck in a closet and forgotten about for years. That's waste. So the first thing is assess your own consumption. What are you buying you don't need? What are you buying that you're buying too much of? Do you have surplus from the stuff you buy? What can you do with it? Surplus cans can be given to a food bank, although I would recommend giving money to a food bank and making it a regular contribution, but that's another story. That deals with food security and taking care of your own community. We'll get around to talking about that at another time. Today, I'm mostly interested and working towards producing no waste. If we can keep the sixth, tenet of, sixth principle of permaculture as defined by David Holmgren, and I do remember recommend checking Holmgren's out, his principles are worth looking at. He gives some great examples, and just look up permaculture principles in whatever search engine you use. It should take you to him, or look at him by name. He's got a number of books that are well worth reading. Speaking of books, there is one that addresses this issue reasonably well. It's by uh, William McDonough. And he has a co-author I can't remember. It's called Cradle to Cradle. And it's basically about the whole concept of creating no waste. Everything you produce that doesn't go into the product you are making is used to make something else. So no waste leaves the factory. McDonough has had some success. I believe in this. And regardless of that it's what we do need to consider our waste is polluting the planet killing it and killing us at the same time really really stupid way to live but we can change that yes on an individual basis we can recycle but we would better off not buying it in the first place recycling is a stopgap measure unless everything recycled is put into purposeful products that are used to create jobs in the communities, like building a recycled pack factory to process all the recycled items they collect here in Renfrew. You know, rather than shipping it to wherever they end up shipping it to, build a factory somewhere in this area so you can collect all the areas recycling start a local manufacturing facility to make a product that you know the market requires because you've done your market research you know who your opposition are your competitors i should say rather than opposition you know what they're selling stuff for you know what's on the market you know what's not on the market it's not on the market there may be a reason for it what is that anyway that's the rough looking at a marketing plan something People with far greater experience than I do need to deal with. But there's no reason you can't have that dialogue with your local city councillors or town councillors in my case. That where is our recycling going? What is being done with it? And how does my community benefit from it? Sure, I have to purchase a blue box. I have to separate, store and sort and put out. I get nothing back for it. Now, that's fine. I don't mind contributing to the overall health of my community. But show me what that is if it's not a couple of bucks for each box you pick up. I don't expect the city to pay me or lower my taxes or any of that stuff. I do expect that they can demonstrate there's a clear benefit to my putting this effort in rather than just making myself feel good. Feel good stuff is bullshit. There's no, we don't have the time for it. We need to take actions that matters. So coming back to producing no waste. How do you go through a day of producing no waste? Well, You can compost A long list of things are compostable kitchen scraps are perfect. You can obviously recycle if there's a recycling system in your community you can recycle those items. You can reduce what you buy in the first place all the Rs really do work but I think the most important thing you do need to ask yourself how do I separate needs from wants? Do you know how that works? Think about it. Do you really need that new pair of shoes? You may. Your old pair of shoes may be falling apart. Or you just maybe want to come by in the mall. Back in the days when we used to walk around in malls and see a nice pair of shoes in the window. They're at a good price. You decide to go in and get them. You don't really need them, but they're attractive. You bring them home. You wear them for a while. You put them with the other shoes. Not everybody can do that. Everything's dictated how much line of credit, which is a whole other problem with sustainability. However, before I leave this work, I want to mention the term regenerative, regeneration. The term regenerative describes processes that restore, renew, or revitalize their own sources, energy, and materials. That is what we need to build towards, creating regenerative lifestyles, and communities. We can do this. We know how. The knowledge is out there. But do we have the will to do what needs to be done? Until next week, week, have fun. The Inquisitive Gardener here.